Good morning, gamers. Welcome to Morning Market, your trusted source for the latest in gaming news. Grab your morning potion and let's level up your day. Electronic Arts has announced significant layoffs, affecting approximately 5% of its global workforce, totaling around 670 individuals. CEO Andrew Wilson attributed these layoffs to the rapidly evolving landscape of the gaming industry, citing changes in player needs and motivations. One notable shift in EA's strategy is the decision to move away from developing licensed intellectual properties, IP. While EA currently has projects in development based on popular franchises like Star Wars and Marvel, including a third Jedi game, Black Panther and Iron Man, Wilson stated that the company will now focus on owned IP, sports, and massive online communities. The layoffs will predominantly affect support teams, although some developers will also be impacted. EA aims to transition affected employees onto other projects within the company where possible. Wilson emphasized that these decisions were made with careful consideration, and the company is committed to supporting affected employees throughout the transition process. While these changes may create uncertainty for some, EA states that they hopes to provide affected team members with opportunities to find new roles within the company or support them in their career transitions. The layoffs are expected to be largely completed by early next quarter, with EA prioritizing the well-being of its employees throughout the process. As part of this reorganization, EA has decided to cancel an early development Star Wars first-person shooter game being developed by Respawn Entertainment. Laura Miele, EA Entertainment President, shared a note with staff, elaborating on the company's future business priorities. She explained that the decision to cancel the Star Wars FPS game was made to focus on EA's own owned brands and support existing games. Miele emphasized that this decision does not reflect on the team's talent, dedication, or passion for the project. Despite the cancellation of the Star Wars FPS game, the team previously working on it will largely be reassigned to other projects, including Apex Legends, Iron Man, Black Panther, and the Star Wars Jedi franchise, which will continue with a third installment confirmed by EA. Additionally, EA will be restructuring its Battlefield teams following the departure of Marcus Leto. This includes sunsetting Ridgeline Games and integrating some developers into Ripple Effect. Criterion's Danny Isaac and Darren White will oversee single-player work on the Battlefield series. Furthermore, EA will sunset several mobile games, including F1 Mobile Racing, MLB Tap Sports, Kim Kardashian Hollywood, and The Lord of the Rings, Heroes of Middle-Earth, which was released less than a year ago. EA intends to refocus its business and development plans on its major franchises, including EA Sports, Apex Legends, Star Wars Jedi, Iron Man, Black Panther, Battlefield, Need for Speed, Dragon Age, Skate, and The Sims. Remedy Entertainment's acquisition of full rights to the Control series from 505 games marks a significant development for the franchise. With this move, Remedy gains greater control over the future direction and growth of the Control franchise, allowing for better long-term decision-making. Remedy CEO Taro Virtala expressed optimism about the franchise's potential, stating that both Control 2 and Codename Condor have progressed well in recent months. He emphasized that the company will carefully consider its options moving forward, 
as Control is viewed as an attractive franchise by numerous partners. As part of the deal, Remedy paid 17 million euros to acquire all rights to Control, Control 2, codename Condor, and all future games in the series. However, 505 Games will continue to serve as the publisher of the first Control game until the end of 2024, during a transition period. The 17 million euros figure includes the amount paid by 505 Games for the development of Condor and Control 2 to date, along with a minor premium. With the success of Control and the upcoming release of Alan Wake 2, Remedy now has the flexibility to choose whether to self-publish Control 2 and Condor, or negotiate better deals with alternative publishers. Both Control 2 and Codename Condor were announced in 2022, with the latter being described as a multiplayer game set in the Control universe. While release dates for these titles have not been confirmed, Control 2 is slated to launch on PC, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X Vertical Bar S. In addition to the Control franchise, Remedy Entertainment is also working on remakes of Max Payne and Max Payne 2. However, updates on these projects are expected to be revealed at a later date. The reported move by Rockstar Games to have employees return to the office full-time comes amid the final stages of development for Grand Theft Auto 6. According to Bloomberg, the decision to have employees return to the office five days a week starting in April is partly motivated by concerns over security breaches, particularly in light of previous leaks related to the game. In a staff email sent by Jen Kolba, Rockstar's head of publishing, it was stated that increasing productivity and implementing stricter security measures were key factors in this decision. The email also mentioned the company's belief in the tangible benefits of having staff work in person. The move to bring employees back to the office may be seen as a response to past incidents, such as leaks that occurred during the development of GTA 6. For instance, a leak in September 2022 resulted in the leaker being sentenced to indefinite confinement in a hospital. Additionally, a trailer for the game that was scheduled for release in December leaked a day early. Kolba emphasized that the decision to make these changes was aimed at ensuring the next Grand Theft Auto game meets the high standards of quality and polish expected from Rockstar, along with aligning the publishing roadmap with the scale and ambition of the game. The mislabeling of discs for the physical edition of Final Fantasy, Seven Rebirth by Square Enix, has caused confusion and inconvenience for players in Japan. The error resulted in every play disc being labelled as data disc and vice versa, requiring players to swap discs during the installation process. Square Enix issued an apology for the mistake on its Japanese website, acknowledging the inconvenience caused to players. Despite the error, the highly anticipated sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake is set to launch on February 29th, allowing players to explore iconic locations from the original game like Gold Saucer and Junon. While the mislabeled discs may present a hurdle during installation, fans eagerly anticipate experiencing the continuation of the beloved Final Fantasy VII story. The statement from Ubisoft regarding Skull and Bones' record player engagement suggests that despite not disclosing specific sales figures or player counts, the game has seen significant playtime from its player base. 
With an average daily playtime of over four hours, Skull and Bones ranks as the second highest among Ubisoft titles, indicating strong player investment in the game. However, without additional context such as sales figures or concurrent player counts, it's challenging to assess the game's overall success or player base size accurately. The absence of Skull and Bones on platforms like Steam further complicates the ability to track player metrics through traditional channels. What is known, however, is that the number of players playing Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag on Steam, increased by 200% after the release of Skull and Bones, as we discussed yesterday. That wraps up today's episode of Morning Martlet, where we've ventured through the twists and turns of the gaming industry. And until next time, keep playing, keep dreaming, and keep listening to Morning Martlet.